0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow up podcast for East Lake Tri cities Church. My name is Megan and with me is Brent. Hey guys. Yeah.
1: How are we doing? I'm good. You all recovered from the holiday weekend? A
0: little bit, yeah.
1: Go over to your parents' house, we eat did. lots of food.
0: We did eat food. For I sure. asked
1: you right when you walked in did you buy anything on Black Friday and Not or a cent. Cyber Monday? And she said she did not spend one single dollar, everybody. <laughs> she is single-handedly trying to ruin our economy <laughs> by not participating in the great spend.
0: Uh, Good for
1: you. That's exciting. Yeah,
0: it is exciting. Uh,
1: we uh, we checked out Adventures Underground because they were doing a little um, record store oh, that's cool. Friday thing uh, and trying to do the shop small business thing. And, uh, and then we went to Barnes & Noble. And I think that was basically it. And it was uh, kind of quiet. And I don't think I bought anything either. So I, I feel... Like, I mean, I bought you some stuff online. You just made fun of me no, for not. That's buying not true because I bought some stuff online. I did, I did, <laughs> okay. I did uh, do some more more online shopping. As I read this week, um, so did all of you. Apparently,
0: yeah. Um
1: Black Friday was up in terms of online shopping by that makes sense. A stupid number. Um, so it was basically what I read to this morning, in the uh, Journal, the Wall Street Journal, was that. Uh, this kind of this was already the tra- trajectory of shopping, and this just kind of pushed it forward by about three yeah. years. So mm-hmm. they anticipated this kind of online shopping um, probably three years from now, and then the pandemic just made it go. No, not twenty twenty two. It's going to be twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So um, yeah,
0: I mean, it makes total sense. I think my amount of online shopping has skyrocketed this year. Yeah, just like because you're like, I don't want to go somewhere.
1: Yeah, and I'll just and what get they're it f- sent to me. What they're finding too is. People are consolidating their shopping trips into one shop. And Mm -hmm. so, like Target and Walmart are are going nuts, and Costco because you can go to these places and get, like, I can get toilet paper and Velveeta cheese. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need that toilet paper after I eat that Velveeta <laughs> cheese. Um, so I can do all of that in one stop and not have to expose myself to a bunch of different yep. people at different times. And so, therefore, it does kind of stink for these smaller businesses yeah. who are trying to figure things out. And, you know, their websites aren't as good as the big guy, yeah. right? And their their stuff. So, anyways, we, uh, we operate, live and operate in a small, old, abandoned shopping mall. Yeah. So, we are first, first hand <laughs> noticers of, of that. So yep. we're trying to mm-hmm. support our, our friends around here. But yeah, uh, anyways, it was. I try
0: and do Etsy, which is a lot of small business. And yeah. A sure. lot of times it's. That's
1: even like micro small yeah, business. Mm-hmm. That's like somebody who's, you know, staying at home or doing something, yep. that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever else, this is a side gig or something yeah. like that. So but yeah. that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You had it with your family.
0: I did just my mom and dad. Okay. Um, we had, I think we talked about it last week, but we had like limited menu, Yeah, but it was delicious. Yeah, um, And then I went over, well, we didn't have rolls. So my mom makes homemade rolls, which is like one of her things that's really good.
1: My mom does the same thing. Yeah. But
0: yeah. she, <laughs> she like made me choose between rolls and this other thing. And I wanted the other thing. And so I chose that. So I went over again on Saturday for dinner and she was like, we're having rolls tonight because <laughs> I miss them. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: My mom brought over the rolls, but neglected to bring over the homemade jam, uh, which is the reason why we have the rolls. And so I did have a roll, but I was also like, where's the jam? She's like, oh, I forgot it. Can you believe that? And I'm like, you might want to leave. You might you might have time to get back if you hurry. So I just ate it with butter and it was,
0: mm. well, I would say
1: mildly disappointing. But uh,
0: yeah. Okay. My, I like ate it with butter and I was like, this is alcohol. Yeah.
1: But. Uh, and then Friday morning, Kylie and I woke up and uh, participated yeah, I in saw the your, Wear you Love know, virtual fun run. Insta. Yeah. Did we took Pictures for, f- for the gram. Gotta do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> gotta post it if you did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I made a joke about um, how my bike held up the entire time. Uh-huh. And uh, I my grandma got on and said, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I wanted to be like, grandma, that was a joke. Yeah. Like, that's tongue in cheek. <laughs> like. I actually ran I want to make it clear for yeah. her that she's not impressed by I me mean, biking three miles in 36 minutes. I hope you're not impressed with that. Um, all over the weekend, we also started playing our Christmas music in our home. Um, nice. And Kylie picked up uh, some Christmas vinyls mm-hmm. um, because uh, we got the, uh, we got a, she got me a Victrola record player for Christmas. So it's in our uh-huh. living room. I, I, I told it. you that about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And uh, she picked up a Robert Goulet Christmas vinyl. Who's Robert Goulet? Oh, oh come on. You don't know who Robert no. Goulet is? Okay. Uh, he is an old-timer singer, okay. right? And uh, super famous back then. And he, my my only image of him is Will Ferrell in SNL. Um, he had a sketch where he would do Robert Goulet. And uh. he'd be like, Goulet. And then he'd be like, <laughs> bah. You know, his little Will Ferrell-isms or whatever. <laughs> And that yeah. would be his line to be like, Goulet! So every time she pulls it out or every time I see them, I'm always like, Goulet! <laughs> it's so bad. No, no, I take that back. Mm-hmm. The vinyl is great. Like, it, yeah. it's mm-hmm. really fun. It's, uh, I don't know. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's that old timey, like, we have two now that are yeah. like, when is these, it
0: like 50s or um, earlier?
1: No, later than that. Later? Yeah, we have one that's a little, like, around the 50s where mm-hmm. it was like, this some guy named Tennessee Ernie Ford. Um, you ever heard of him? No. Nope. Me neither. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because these guys were like the characteristic rock stars of their era. Uh-huh. Like they would. They were the singers. They were the mm-hmm. show. They on the back of the vinyl, it talks about how they showed up at uh, Studio City to record this, and the lines of people were, you know, all the girls were. Oh my gosh, this is oh, he's in the building. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Robert Goulet, right? Ernie Tennessee Williams or something. Um, so it's just funny to see that, and then you know, uh, it'd be yeah. completely different now. That's fun. Where these guys like embrace their fame. Mm-hmm. I feel like rock stars kind of now, to some degree, like. Kind of hide out and don't do it. Do you think that? I think that. I don't think all of them do. No, I I think a lot of them are like, yeah, don't bother us. Also,
0: like, being famous today is an entirely different story than being famous in the 50s. Like, they didn't have, like, you know, hundreds of paparazzi following them every week.
1: Yeah, TMZ everywhere watching everything they do. So It's probably a good thing.
0: It's a little bit different.
1: One final random thing before we get going. Okay. I had a chance to experience a VR headset over the weekend. Oh, as well. Have you ever done one of those? No. So I was. It sounds uh,
0: like it would get me motion sick, but I don't know.
1: Um. Yeah. It was. An, <laughs> it's called an Oculus Quest, the one that I tried. Okay. And uh, yeah, you put it on, you get little, like handle grip things, uh-huh. and um, I'll tell you something. It was. are you like sitting
0: while you did it no
1: you're standing standing? and almost running into everything around you you hear them (laughs) you hear the people all around you going don't go any further you can't go any further brent you know (laughs) but you're like picking up these virtual paper airplanes and throwing them and throwing darts and bouncing ping pong balls and you can turn and i I played uh what's that ninja fruit ninja fruit ninja um you ever play that game no no Mm -hmm. okay uh (laughs) gotta get you up from under your rock there megan and uh there's a game called fruit ninja and you swipe and you you know you cut it's on your phone it's a game I, that's been on your phone I have, i'm sure I, you don't have kids so i i have three kids yeah. who download every <laughs> game known to man so fruit ninja is one of the games that they used to play anyways huh. but now you do it with virtual headset and it's that's like cool. all around you and you're like mm-hmm. where is that fruit coming from and uh did you was, have to, like
0: slash it before it hits something yeah
1: it, like pops up and then it goes down oh, okay. and you got to yeah. swipe it i mean
0: i've seen those kinds cut of games that,
1: before that but not the bombs the bombs come got out it. and you got to mm-hmm. Stay away from the bombs. Anyways, the headset was uh, unbelievable. Like That's cool. Like revolutionary, totally different than what I'm used to. And <laughs> then you're like, this is really awesome. Like we should get one of these. But then you think about it, and you're like a <laughs> couple of things. One, um, like I'm sure my kids would figure out how to hurt themselves uh-huh. while doing this or break our TV. Or, or
0: break the thing. Yeah,
1: something, right? Um, so that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And number two, do I really need more things that are isolating <laughs> you know, like I could do this by myself because this would be really cool. of be like, how does this help the kids? This yeah, is
0: help our relationship. Is, yeah, this is for help. you to have
1: fun <laughs> while I'm downstairs with four kids. That yeah. sounds amazing. How do we sign up for that?
0: Um, Hard pass.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. All I know is like, you need a friend that owns one. Yeah. I don't know that like I would recommend for owning. Yeah, it's totally. It's like a friend's <laughs> pool. The best pool is a friend's pool. The best pool, the best VR headset is your friend's VR headset that you can go, this is awesome. This is really cool. Here you go. Here here it is back.
0: Uh, my friends who have a pool were like toying with the idea of like moving and they've decided they're going to stay. And <gasps> my first response was, yeah, yeah. one more Woo. summer a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I'll buy you $20 in chemicals and you let me come swim in your pool. Uh,
0: well, yeah, I usually get them a pool toy or, like, bring them treats. or And, like, I come and watch the pool for them for free. Like, yeah. hey, will you come check on the pool while we're out of town? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I decided to check it out for
1: six hours yeah. on Friday just to make sure. That's awesome.
0: Good. Uh, yep.
1: Anything else about your holiday that you want to talk about?
0: Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I did I had an incredibly lazy weekend.
1: So. That's I'm telling you Thanksgiving is one of the better ones mm-hmm. cuz it really does like Friday night you're going, "Do I have church tomorrow?" I don't have church T- <laughs> Tomorrow's Saturday. I have a and whole it, other day. All of day this. Friday
0: I did think it was Saturday. Yeah,
1: it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's glorious.
0: Yeah. I just had been binge watching Bones for some reason. I don't know why. That's what I've been decided <laughs> nice. I wanted to watch. So, uh,
1: That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Um, so on Sunday, we finished off our series mm-hmm. uh, called My Next Right Step. And uh, we looked at Matthew chapter four, the temptations of Jesus in the desert, and uh, went through kind of each of those individual ones, talked about how, you know, if you can't in weeks one and two, we said if you can't trust yourself fully, uh, and you can't trust the, maybe the people around you—not because they're like trying to hurt you, but genuinely because you know they'll tell you what you want to hear mm-hmm. and be like, "Yeah, you're super good. You should go on American Idol, definitely," <laughs> and uh, you definitely shouldn't. And uh, then, then what? What are your other options? At it's that like point? your grandma
0: being impressed with your bike riding skills.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to go, Brent. Two and a half miles. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> then, what are other options at that point? And we look at, I said, we well, when we look at the life of Jesus, he goes through this testing period um and responds by kind of reaching back into the historic tradition of Jewish scriptures and pulling some of those out. and perhaps perhaps our best option or an option at least to consider. And if you're a Christian, it, I think it requires more than just consideration, but to trust in what that says more than what you have to say about yourself. I really did like. The, um, the mental piece of it, the, mm-hmm. the, um, the struggle that we get and, um, to think that Jesus's issues and problems and overcomings were all external things. Um, cause when he casts out demon like, that's cool, but like, mm-hmm. I can't do that because, and I don't, I don't even know if I want to do that, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> um, that's something that's kind of over here, whereas, you know, mental struggle or mental health or, or, you know, I don't know, just internal battles. That's something that I think a lot of people struggle with, and to think that that's not addressed in scripture or that that's not there is to really miss out on this mm-hmm. um, story. And I, I thought that the piece of you know how do we even know that these stories exist and his prayer in the garden simply because he told them because he wanted to make himself vulnerable uh, in the process as well. So for sure. Anyways, I thought it was a great. Uh, yeah. I'm prop, I'm you know, kudosing my own talk, <laughs> but. It was one that I was excited about, as yeah. you can tell. So.
0: I thought it was interesting because you kind of took the – I would never really thought of it this way, but the testing the temptations more at, like, the preparation. They're not, um, like, and and, yes, I think we – I kind of don't think of them as preparation all the time in that way, but they are, but also that not just that they're, like, is he ready, but is he ready to lead people to him in the ways that he needs to lead people to him for it to be genuine. Yeah. And so, like, he could, because, you know, he's tempted, hey, make food, right? That's a really easy way to get people to like you. Or, hey, like, take over and be the king. That's an easy way to get people to follow you. Or, hey, like, raise from the dead or, like, don't die. That's a really easy way to get people to follow you. And um, and so it's also that preparation of Jesus, like, withholding his power mm-hmm. so that people can come to him and know him in relationship before like, outside of all of the miracles or all of the other things that he does or that happen. And, in fact, like, most of those things end up happening, right? Like, right, yeah. You know, he does all those, like... Yeah, he like, raises
1: Lazarus from the dead, Yeah, right? well,
0: and he does all of the, like, personal needs miracles. Mm-hmm. And he, um, you know, and, like, he raises from the dead himself. And, like, he, in term, maybe not, like, kingdoms, but, like, Christianity is above kingdoms right like it is spread and it is like with it it is not bound by political or other things like that and so all those things end up happening but um like for Jesus to be ready to not be tempted to do those things in his lifetime and to really build a ministry that's based off of relationship with him and who he is um and like who God really wants us to be and so um like I kind of thought that perspective was interesting too of thinking it in that way. So
1: do you think it makes it more calculated that the fact that he then does some of those things later that he chose not to do them early on? Is it just like I have the discipline to not do this, but I'm I'm going to choose to do this, but I know it's not because I need to do this? I mean, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, but I think it's also like timing, right? So I could come out guns blazing and do all these things and get all of these superficial followers. But if I pick my timing, if I understand who my audience is, like it's those like I can do these in small ways. I can do these in um, meaningful ways that like provide more meaning to the actual act. Right. So like I don't know, like when I think of teaching, there's intention behind like when you place things or where you do things and. Um, and it's in order to like grab attention when maybe attention is lagging or like build connection in a specific spot or like do. You, so I think it's just part of that intention of teaching. And so that builds as you get more experience and as you become more disciplined. And so I think for me, I see it as like, are you ready to understand how to use that power? Mm-hmm. Like that's the test.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. I like it. So
0: that was like one of my big things. I was like, oh, that's really interesting thought for me. Yeah. So I don't know if that was your (laughs) purpose.
1: No, I I think I I definitely (laughs) wanted to draw attention to the difference between temptations as calling you to do something bad and testing, which is, I think, a variable, like a very noble thing. Like... Um, I always, this time of year, um, so, uh, college basketball started up, which is my favorite mm-hmm. sport of the season. I know it's sports again. I'm sorry for talking about it, but Gonzaga looks really good this year and I can't help it. It's so, I'm so excited. Uh, anyways, um, any time a team loses, usually the coach comes out afterwards and says, "Well, here's why we lost." But sometimes it's like, "Yeah, it's good. This is a good loss. It's, this this is going to be our good loss. This is going to shape us up to be like mm-hmm. now we're going to be better as a, as a result of this. This testing is going to make us go. This is serious. We could do. You know, we don't want to do this come playoff time. We mm-hmm. let's if we're going to lose, let's lose in this dumb weekend. You know, this this week game or whatever. So um, I, I guess that's part of it that that could be in, in that case. Um, but I I thought it was. Um, an interesting piece because it helps to kind of from in my mind, and I don't know if I've connected all the dots on it yet, but bring some resolution to why is Jesus just kicking it with the devil? Right. Um, (laughs) you see that back in the book of Job, as it seems like God and the devil are having this conversation about Job. And even there you're like, I thought you guys like, didn't like each other. Like what's what's going on with this and the more that i've looked at sort of the text and surrounding those that devil sort of satan sort of character thing it is this accuser it's the it's the person in the court it's the prosecutor when you're the, the, in defense it's somebody's got to do this and there's a reason that they're there to be able to provide a balance to the the whole process the whole system of this thing and so perhaps in this scenario it's not like God sent his son to go amongst the wolves and see how it worked. It was like, even that was there for a purpose, which then only insinuates that God is still in control of all of that. It's not like he accidentally let his son wander in the desert, get tempted by the devil. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, this part of this is part of the testing process the whole time. Um, so,
0: and also part of like for Jesus, right? Like it's part of the preparation. It's part of, like him trusting himself because uh-huh. he's human. And so am I ready for this?
1: Yeah,
0: And so like, yeah, you. God's like, yeah, you are here. I'm going to show you.
1: Which then brings up the question of could it have been any different? Is there any scenario yeah. where you could have said yes to any of those temptations? Right.
0: I, yeah. Who knows? That's gets into like self-determination and all that. <laughs> I know
1: that's, <laughs> that's beyond the scope of this podcast. I totally understand. I get it. But um, I'd like to posit my theory. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, it's just it, it. It's an interesting. Well,
0: I mean, then does he just not start his ministry? Right? Is that is that like? Oh, nope. You're not ready. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Do we, did did that happen? And then we we're like, all right, we got to restart. And, and we like, don't hear those before? stories. Yeah, we
0: just don't know that part.
1: <laughs> right. And This is the uh, take twenty-two. Uh, Jesus in the desert. God, by that twenty second time, I was like, "No, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to say no." I don't think that happened, but no, no. you know,
0: because be. you know, he is fully God, fully man. Right. So
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's good. A little better than us. Touch uh, anything else that stood out to you in the talk?
0: Um, I'm trying to remember. Sorry. Um, I think. Oh, the other thing is like talking about scripture and looking back at scripture, and which can sometimes be like scary to think about. Cause there's some things in old scripture that you're like, I don't know if that's applicable. Um, but that's what I'm supposed to look back on. But I think what it, I think what I see from that is, um, like what does God say about us over and over again in scripture yeah. and like who we are to him and like how he cares for us and those things. And like, that's what we reach back and pull. Mm-hmm. Like I reach back and pull, I am loved I reach back and pull, God is for me. Like So when I'm having testing moments or when I don't know if I can trust myself or I don't know if I can trust the people around me, I reach into scripture and I pull out who does God say that I am to him and who does God say he is in my life. And that's where I can find that reassurance and that like solid ground. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And what I see with God and his relationship with his chosen mm-hmm. people is, literally in their name, a struggle for God, like a, per, like a group of people who struggle with their proper response to God. And who do I see myself more in that than anything else of me going, I know what I should do, but I find myself not doing it. I mean, 100%. literally Paul's going, I am Israel. Like yeah. Israel is me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, I've, I've made a covenant with God and I've broken that covenant. I am the do- divorcee. I, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's the one who's struggling with this and and yet he loves his people so much he never – he lets them go into exile, but he doesn't forget them. He always has a plan for redemption for it. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of always plays into, I think, my mindset for this of, yeah, where do I see myself? It's not like I go, am I the Ammonites or am I the you know Jebusites or anything like that? It's like I just see the overall trajectory of the narrative of the Old Testament and go, I can see myself in that story. Yeah. Somebody who keeps screwing up and God keeps chasing after him. Yeah. You know and I
0: mean? And it's also that like – when I don't know who I can trust, even myself, I, I know I can trust God. Mm-hmm. And so those are like, that's what, for me, that's how I interpret like pulling scripture out and like using that as a defense when you're having mental struggles or whatever is that I find my identity within the fact that God loves me and is always striving to find redemption for me.
1: Yeah. Yep. So it's good. Awesome. Well, this Sunday, uh, we kick out. So Sunday was supposed to be the first Sunday of Advent like this last week. Not supposed
0: to. It was. No.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) in our, if we were correctly following the liturgical calendar, we tend to be late on a lot of things. And so why not be late on the liturgical calendar too? We are starting the series called Advent this Sunday, Mm -hmm. even though it should have been technically started last Sunday. Um, but we're going to do three weeks on it instead of four. Um, and so that will be this weekend, a series, uh, the subtitle is a series on nostalgia. And I mentioned, I made the announcement on Sunday that, uh, my mom's going to come in and do week two. And then Kylie by herself is going to do week (laughs) three. Is she
0: super nervous?
1: Um, she is. Yeah. She's run her idea past me both two times. Um, like, here's a great idea. And I was like, okay, yeah, you should definitely talk about that. And then she's run another idea past me. She's like, I think I'm, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, do you just want to do like all three? You should just do all three. You want to do all three? <laughs> and uh, no, she's like, I'm, I'm you know, going back. So the <laughs> bonus part of that is you might have a different co-host yeah, I know. I was, on December 20th. That's what
0: I was. I was like, I'm probably going to have a different co-host.
1: Absolutely. It's going to be great. I'm <laughs> um, not getting the week off. I'm, I'm still going to be here. So um, we'll just fire that thing up. And uh, so we're super excited about that series. Uh, which actually transitions well into my say something interesting, if you're cool. all right with doing that. Yeah, let's do it. So Kylie found, I'll, I'll give 100% credit to Kylie on this one. Every year we try and do some sort of Advent with the kids. Basically after dinner, but before bed, sit them down, do like a, a short reading. My mom's written one before. We've given that out as part of the church and uh, a, other different Advent books. It's really hard to try and find one that um, resonates with both adults and four-year-olds mm-hmm. uh, or or um you know, Clive's three or like very distracted seven-year-olds mm-hmm. who only care about who gets, you know, whose turn it is to blow out the candle. For sure. Um, And so um, this year she found a new Advent devotional, which we're only like one night in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, it looks really, I'll say this. It looks really good on your bookshelf. It is a cool. coffee table Advent book <laughs> by somebody that we like. Her name's Tish Oxenreiter. Nice. T S H. Um, which, uh, Alex, I'd like to buy a vowel. It's not Alex. It's Pat. Pat, Pat I'd like to buy mm-hmm. a vowel. Sorry. Uh, and, dude, Alex, that was way too yeah, soon. No. That Dude, honor <laughs> and respect. I, my apologies. Rest
0: in power, Alex. Yeah, rest
1: in power. <laughs> um, Tish Oxenreiter. Uh, she wrote a book a while back called At Home in the World, which was also uh, a, a a green light from me uh, mm-hmm. on this podcast. A great book on travel and why it's important to take your, your family traveling. Um, But this is her uh, book called Shadow and Light. It's an Advent series thing. Again, it looks great. She's great. I'm sure it's going to be great. Our first night was awesome. And uh, it has a reading. It has a verse to read. It has a song to listen to and a piece of art to kind of look at and talk about as a family. So um, highly recommend Shadow and Light for your Advent stuff this year. So, yeah.
0: Nice. Um, Mine is from Gastro Obscura which I follow on Instagram. Yes,
1: this is Atlas Obscura, but the food version mm-hmm. of it.
0: And they have pretty cool stuff. Did you know that there is, like, corn that looks like marbles? I'm showing him a picture right now. It's, like, teal and blue and, like... Oh, wow. Yeah, and beautiful. It just looks like marbles. There's corn. That's that I dangerous. you can eat.
1: Yeah. And you know, the problem with that is then you actually get marbles and then you chip your tooth.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it looks like marbles. It's called um glass gem corn. And so but they literally the kernels literally look yeah. like glass gems. They're like
1: blue and green and they white look and look a little bit like, like marbly almost.
0: A little bit like um sea stones or like like uh sea glass. Yeah. Um maybe a little brighter even though. But um yeah. Anyway, I don't know where they grow it, but it's really pretty and really cool. So Google glass gem corn. Yes. So that's my that's my thing for you all today. <laughs> I've been struggling lately, so any help. <laughs> no, I like it. It's really great.
1: It's super good. I dig it. Um. All right. So we uh, also announced a couple of weeks ago Christmas Eve outdoors mm-hmm. four or five and six p.m. Uh, our RSVPs are now open on our events page sure on the are. website. So if you go to eastlaketricities.com events, you'll be able to highlight one of those. Uh, we are having space limited on, on those. So mm-hmm. if you're uh, for sure locked in on one of those, then let us know. You can always cancel and move it to a different one too, but we are trying to make sure that uh, you know we're not having... Everybody show up at four and nobody show up at six. That would be a bummer and against the rules. Yep. So. Yep.
0: And, try it's, and participate. it's getting bad out there, everyone. So just
1: make safe choices. Yeah. safe. Make safe choices, people. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of exciting things for that as well. <laughs> Family photos um, and child dedications are coming up too. We yeah. We uh, are going to be announcing that this week in the uh, the weekly. We're going to try and – we were trying to figure out how do you do child dedications when there's nobody like in the building really mm-hmm. to do that. Videos. You know what I mean? And that's what we're doing. (laughs) So you get to come. We'll schedule a time for Mm -hmm. you to come up, and we're going to film you reading your uh, letter to your child and then show those all together and uh, make it a big party. Yeah, So you
0: do – it does, like, miss out on the, like – when the dad is like holding the child's face away from the microphone while mom is saying yeah. all these touching things about that child, yeah, yeah, kind of ruined that moment, right? Of it, but and
1: you know. you know that anytime somebody starts in on like getting choked up on tears, they're like, yeah. just cut and cut, you know. <laughs> and uh, we're not going to let them cut, nope. so we're just, we're rolling the tape, yo. Yep. We got to keep <laughs> these emotions intact. Which also, um, for those of you who watched online and were not in person, you missed out on a pretty great uh, little, uh, thing at the end of service on Sunday, John Inman was in the building. Um, <laughs> Would it was, you? <laughs> it was his 50, it was his 50th birthday. And te- Leslie texted me that morning and okay. said, Hey, it's John's birthday. Give him crap about it. You know, he's 50 today. Uh, and so my kids made him little cards and yeah. he came in and, and, uh, then after, uh, after the service, after the live stream, I cut out, I said, Hey, all right, it's just us here. Um, We don't normally do this because, you know, (laughs) it's not really typical for what we want to do, but since he is 50, we don't know how many more of these we have left, so... (laughs) It's John's birthday today. Oh, geez. And, and Andrew, Andrew was supposed to uh, just wheel. We had a wheelchair
0: uh-huh. uh, for him. Oh, that's what the wheelchair was for.
1: Yeah. Well, he was just supposed to wheel it in the back and be like, hey, John, if you need this to get up the ramp, considering your age and brittle bones at this point, um, you can have that. And he wheeled it all the way to the front. And so it's very confusing as to what we were doing, I'm, I'm sure, with that. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So. John, if you're listening, happy 50th birthday! Yeah. They are heading out to uh, Mexico here. To go, Fun, yeah! Enjoy a little warmth, which is, nice. sounds amazing. But, it does sound good. Um, good. All right. Yeah. Anything else? All
0: right, that's it.
1: All right. Have a great week, everybody. Hi, everyone. Next week, uh, Sunday, we're on at 10 a.m. on the live stream. Show up a little bit early to hang out with Megan and Kylie in the uh, in the chat room and uh, all the different various games. And uh, other than that, see ya.